0: I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Necronomicon X Mortis. The Book of the Dead.
1: Your move, creep. He didn't get out
0: of the coca car! I have something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. All movie reviews and discussions contain spoilers. Do you know the story of Madeline O'Malley? She was the woman that died
1: here in the hotel. She hung herself after her fiancé stood her up on their wedding day. And ever since then, people have reported seeing the ghost of Madeline O'Malley roaming the hallways waiting for her lover. Some say she's even looking to take up a new one. This is our last weekend open, so we've got to find some proof that My Little Mallee really exists before this place closes down.
0: I have my microphone so we can make do with EVP investigations. Yes, i like a room for the night. Since the hotel is practically empty, we might have a good chance of making some real contact. What was that?
1: with the spirits in this hotel? I can help you do that. What do they want?
0: To live. You mustn't go down into the basement. Under a blanket of blue
1: Just you and us beneath the stars
0: under a blanket of
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to Shocking Things.
0: Uh, we're doing something a little different. We drove to Torrington, Connecticut. And we're on the, the location of where they filmed The Innkeepers, uh, done by Ty West, uh, one of our favorite films. And we just figured just something a little different. So if you hear, now you hear church bells in the background. So the, the audio is going to be, the quality is going to be a little different for that reason. But it's going to be a little interesting. We're in the parking lot right now, staring at the building where they actually filmed everything, which is very interesting. And uh, there's real... Uh, you know, haunted history with this. Uh, Laura has, uh, we looked at, we did some research from Damned, Connecticut, a website, and there's an article by Ray DC. This is written in 2012. And the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure this is the same guy. I used to buy comic books from Ray DC when I was a kid. Really? Just Yes, just <laughs> as a, a funny side note, he's owned a comic book store and slash uh, used bookstore called Book Exchange. So, um, Alright Lord. do you want to give a little bit of history? This is called the Yankee Peddler Inn, is the name of the actual uh, inn that unfortunately is no longer open but this is some history about it.
1: Yankee Peddler Inn has been in operation for over a century. It Started in November 1890 when an Irish immigrant by the name of Frank Conley and his wife Alice bought the lot on the corner of Maine and Maiden in downtown Torrington with the dream of building the finest hotel in the state of Connecticut. Over the next eight months they set about constructing their vision Pouring 40,000 into fashioning a Victorian showplace. The Conley Inn opened on July 1891, and as the proprietors had hoped, it soon became one of the finest and most successful destinations in the region, and remained so until the couple passed away in 1910. The Conley's niece sold it two years later. When it was expanded, it then passed through various owners over the next few decades, continuing to operate as a hotel. In 1940, the Yankee Peddler restaurant and bar was added, and in 1956, the entire operation was re- renamed the Yankee Peddler Inn. The hotel continued its musical chairs of owners until the music stopped in 1997, when Anil and D. Patel took possession. Over the decades, there have been various stories about mysterious figures and random odd voices pestering guests. One popular story is that the spirit of founder, Alice Conley, rumored to have died in room 353, still roams the halls of her dream hotel, checking on guests to make sure that their stays are pleasant. Apparitions and strange smells have been reported in room 353, and Alice's favorite rocking chair in the hotel lobby has also been witness to rock on its own. Room 295 has also reportedly been a location with unusual activity. Guests here have claimed to have experienced weird smells, felt invisible forces get into bed with them, and seen the spirit of a woman. The ghost of a gray-haired gentleman in a black suit, believed to be Frank Conley, has been supposedly seen in the inn's pub using the old phone there. Other paranormal type type events have been reported, including room lights going on and off and doors opening and closing without any help. Employees and guests have also been told of being pushed or tugged by invisible forces, while others have reported experiencing unusually heightened emotions and disturbing dreams. Various groups have investigated the inn, including the Northwest Connecticut Paranormal Society, who captured a spirit orb photo, in addition to having a few other weird experiences. In 2008, horror film director Ty West stayed at the inn while filming The House of the Devil. After talking to the hotel staff and hearing some of the ghost stories, he was inspired to make a movie revolving around the hotel, and thus came The Innkeepers a horror film released in February 2012.
0: Yeah, it's really, really interesting, especially when you're here and it, it's so old-looking. And uh, there's other people that, uh, that have left on this CT.com website some of their experiences. Uh, I'm going to read some of them to you. Uh, one woman wrote, My husband and I got married there on February 29th. It was the most amazing thing ever. Let me t- let me tell you, I can feel a presence. Room three fifty three was locked when I went exploring. Ten minutes later, when I showed my husband the room door was open, we walked in to check out. I got the chills. The day of our wedding, I was walking around, and every time I felt the chill, I invited whoever to join the fun. Better have them there having fun than to ruin it. A few days later, my mother in law was showing me pictures when she took my husband was dancing with his gram. There was a huge white orb like seven of the pictures, in seven of the pictures. One was faded off to the side like whoever it was walking out of view. It was awesome. I can't wait to go for a night. The writing in this isn't the greatest. It's hard to read. The, the place is magical and beautiful. So yeah, so they had ghosts at their wedding, So, but it was magical and beautiful apparently, right?
1: Well, ghosts are magical and beautiful
0: too. And a, a funny side note is, when we're looking at venues to get married, this is a place I... I, I said Lord, do you want to look into getting married here and Laura said absolutely not right once she heard it it was actually
1: yeah they're good for her wedding but not for my wedding yeah
0: (laughs) so now Laura and I first heard of the innkeepers because Laura worked with someone that uh he knows that she likes horror movies and he uh, brought up there he goes oh there's a movie heard is good called the innkeepers and it's uh playing around here so we saw it's a limited release uh film it was um only being played like a small like art house theater
1: and of course i was so excited by that because i i think i texted you immediately that day yeah
0: and you asked me but i said no nah.
1: it in the newspaper
0: oh, okay could... that's what it was like uh, an advertisement okay so we went we saw the criterion cinema in uh new haven connecticut it's a very it's nice because it's a very old time like right like classic like movie theater one of my favorites yeah so it's really it's it Has the, the perfect feel for that movie, so we went there and we expected to be in a normal size theater, uh, but it wasn't because this wasn't you know uh, a big movie, so they put it in this little tiny. It's like they have their own private theater you could rent. Probably holds I don't know, Lord, what do you think? Thirty people, fifty people, like very yeah, I'd say about thirty. Yeah, very small. So you're in this little tiny, almost like someone's like private theater at their house. Uh, so we went in there, we didn't expect that, but it was an interesting experience, so we watched it there, we both loved the movie, because uh, to me it had, like, it felt like an old-time type feeling movie, even though it's modern, it still had something about it felt like it was from the past. Okay. agree. So, uh, then we, we went home and I had this thing, anytime I watch a movie that I like, I always look to see where it was filmed. That's just something I do. And I told Laura, I was like, you're not going to believe this. This was filmed in Connecticut. And that that just made it more interesting. And then we started doing research. And that's where we talk about, like, uh, getting married there. And, you know, uh, as a possibility and staying over. And Laura didn't want to stay over once she started reading. <laughs> found that it might possibly be haunted, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, it, that just made it more interesting uh, to us.
1: And it kind of reminded me how... Um... Stephen King stayed at, uh, it wasn't the Outlook, he stayed at a A different hotel, you're right, that inspired him. It inspired him, and this did the same for Ty West. Yeah. He stayed filming uh, House of the Devil.
0: And there's something, I mean, we've never actually walked into the lobby. We were gonna, we saw uh, with friends of ours, Carl and Dawn invited us to see Evil Dead play. Across the street, there's a Warner Theater. And I said, Laura, let's go inside. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go in. I don't want to go in. <laughs> Do you remember that?
1: Well, I didn't know it was going to close <laughs> yeah, at the So time.
0: Unfortunately, yeah. So, I mean, it's still, if you look at this, it still is very, like, we're looking at it right now. Um,
1: it's starting to deteriorate. It adds to the creepy.
0: Yeah. The and you look at the uh, the curtains. They're very old. Like, don't those curtains look like they're from the forties? Like, I don't know if you can tell because I went up close to them before. We're in our car now, looking. We're like probably a hundred feet away, but yeah,
1: no, I, I don't have my glasses on. Yeah, but, but they're, I, very,
0: yeah, they're very, yeah, very, old. yeah. They're not. It's not. Nothing about this is modern, which to me is what, what adds to the charm, which makes the movie. I, I think it gives it that that feeling that it it could actually be haunted. You want to talk more about the movie itself now, Laura?
1: Um, yeah, so I th- I thought it was really original. It didn't use CGI that I know of, mm-hmm. or have a large budget.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it was, a, but it really made you wonder at the end of the story, like what the heck happened?
0: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a typical ghost story, generic ghost story. There Not was, at all. Yeah.
1: it was so original. I loved it. I still put it on all the time. Um, the few scares it provided was well worth the payoff. And George Riddle was one of the creepiest ghosts I have ever seen. I don't know if you agreed with me.
0: Yeah, no, he looked... Yeah, the way he looked, the the, the makeup and everything, it just...
1: Every time I watch it, yeah, it, I still don't want to see yeah. him in any of the clips, because he freaks me Laura's out.
0: Laura's afraid to go to the bathtub now, because she thinks of him, right? When he's in the bathtub. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and they said in the documentary, not the documentary, the, the
0: um, commentary,
1: commentary that he's one of the nicest guys ever. He's nothing like that.
0: Yeah. So. But yeah, so, uh, what are the, and then, what's the, the premise is, uh, this is the the hotel is actually closing down correct is that what the uh, the premise is of the movie
1: uh so the premise is the yankee peddler inn is shutting its doors for good the last remaining employees claire and luke are determined to uncover proof of what many believe to be one of the new england's most wanted hotels as the inn's final days draw near odd guests check in as they pair of minimum wage ghost hunters Oh, as a pair of minimum-wage yeah. ghost hunters begin to experience strange and alarming events that may ultimately cause them to be mere footnotes in the, ho- in the hotel's long, unexplained history.
0: Yeah, let's just start it, because I mean, when we came here, I said to Laura, it's, it's interesting how it's, it's sad how that's what the premise is of the movie, and now it's actually closed in reality.
1: Right. So this film opens with Claire and Luke on their last night of watching over the hotel or working at the hotel. And um, it begins with one of those cheesy computer scares that we had in the 90s, It was part of my childhood. This is part of what I love about this film, because they have like ridiculous, stupid stuff like this. If you like that, you'll like this whole movie. Yeah. Do you remember those? Oh yeah,
0: they were popular for a while, you said someone send you say, hey look at this, look at the screen, you'll look at it. You're like, okay, I don't see anything, all of a sudden the ghost will just pop up out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it scare the crap out of me. But yeah, so that's how it opens, and, and I love how down-to-earth Luke and Claire are. They're like mopey, quirky, and Claire is like contemplating her whole life. Like, she's like, you know, what, what am I doing with my life? And of course anybody would, I guess, if you were on your last night working at a hotel. Yeah. Did you say she was somewhere in her 20s? Yeah,
0: very young. Yeah, she didn't know really what she wanted to do with her life.
1: So, enter Leanne who is a big movie star in this world. So, um, Claire is a huge fan
0: of and she, and she nerds out, right, when she sees her? Yeah, she, she
1: completely nerds out. And actually, she was based on, I'm sorry, i was oh, trying to look uh, at my D notes. Oh, Dee Wallace, uh, the yes, actress. she's loosely based on you know, Dee Wallace. Known
0: for what, uh, E.T., uh, The Howling, some of the movies. She's but yeah, but that's who she's based on. Just because that woman's really the actress. She's an actress, and she's into like talking about uh, the spirits, right? Things of that nature.
1: Yeah, she's into all that. Type Except of she's
0: stuff. nice. If this woman like could be bitchy. Yeah, this. But that's what Ty West said. D Wallace is very nice. Where this woman, he wrote her to be kind of bitchy at times, and he said D Wallace is not like that. So don't think I'm writing her to be that way. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so Leanne came in.
1: No, that was it for that part. Okay. I mean, she, she fangirls her, okay. follows her up to the room, brings her her towels, yep. and then uh, Claire takes off to take a break. Now, did you know that Lena Dunham was in this movie?
0: This is the funny thing because you told me that I'm like I don't remember, and then you put it on, I'm like, oh, this is before she was known. So you watch it, you have no clue who she was at the time, you know. So it's interesting now to to, to rewatch look back it. And yeah. Say, oh hey, I yeah, know that girl. That's funny. Um,
1: And then she comes back, and um, Luke ends up finding the story of Madeline O'Malley, who is the ghost that haunts the Yankee peddler. In Mm -hmm. that's what this whole movie is based upon. And it's almost like Claire gets so wrapped up in this ghost, like to have an outlet, so she's not thinking about her life and what she's going to do. Almost like a distraction. Mm -hmm. Is that how you would?
0: Yeah, yeah. She's like obsessed obsessed of finding more about this. About now, what is it now? She's a bride do you remember those? She's
1: a widow. I don't know more about this. Story. I'm okay. sure the WJ yeah. know more about it. Yeah,
0: so she's a because when they there is
1: represent. a whole story and that's what she does in actual mm-hmm. she there was a um one other woman and a little kid staying there mm-hmm. on the last night and that was another funny part where Claire tells the story of Madeline O'Malley to the little boy. Yeah. And he looks terrified. <laughs> yeah, another yeah. one of my favorite parts because I'm like, Oh my god, that would be me. And the mom comes down, and she's like, <laughs> why are you telling my kid this story? Yeah, she
0: didn't see any humor in that.
1: No, it was awesome. What else? So now we're actually sitting in front of the next scene, we think. We're not sure which. Um, there's a couple sides of the building, and there's a couple dumpsters. But the scene when Claire goes outside to put the trash in the dumpster, actually very funny scene. Cause she has a hard time getting it in. The trash bag is bigger than her, right?
0: Yeah, she, so and she's... It, it was
1: totally like a me move. I know you wouldn't do that at all. You would be yelling at me like, why are you trying to throw it like that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is where she turns around and she sees Leanne, I hope I'm saying her name right, in, yeah. the, in the window waving at her. Mm-hmm. So we're actually looking at it, which is so cool. I think I'm geeking out now. <laughs> And at this point, Luke goes to get some sleep, and Claire begins her journey. She starts sitting around with her phone or earphones, and I don't know if it's a phone or a recorder okay. at that time. I have to look now. Okay. I'm used to phones now. Yeah. I don't remember, but um, she begins trying to get EVPs. So she's moving all around the hotel. She's sitting by herself, and she starts hearing sobs, and the piano keys start moving on the piano Mm -hmm. when she says like Madeline O'Malley, is that you? And she is so scared at this point that she runs to wake up Luke. So Luke opens the door in his underwear which is really awkward and uncomfortable and he's like, oh, he's like, do you want to come in? (laughs) And then she's like, "Mm, no, I don't (laughs) think so. So she decides to go and Leanne comes out of her room, and she's like, what the heck are you doing? At this point, Claire starts freaking out on her, right? She just, like, screams at her. And it wasn't, it wasn't a, it was a reference to, not Seinfeld, who did I say, Costanza? Costanza.
0: Oh, George Costanza, the way her, she, she, like, yells like that, right? Yes, like...
1: Ty West was like, I didn't know how to explain it to her, <laughs> so I said, act like Costanza. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> So she goes into the room um, with Leanne, and she, so okay, she's a spiritual healer. Mm-hmm. There you go. So she's got the pendulum, and she starts talking about it with her, and she's telling her, "Oh, there's." She's just saying words. There's three of them. Um, basement, a mistake. You mustn't go down to the basement. You can't save her. So all those types of words, and Alclair is like really intrigued. And of course, what happens then? You want to go in the basement, right? Yeah. So, what else, John? So, after all that drama, um, Claire decides that she needs to get some sleep. So, she goes off to bed, and now, was this a dream, or was this reality? Mm-hmm. The alarm goes off after we see the ghosts come out of the sheets. Do you remember that part? This is She's in the bed. They just...
0: they just show the, the sheets moving, though, right? They don't actually show anything at that point, do they?
1: No, they do. They show her rising up on the sheet. Okay. And then they do show her face. Okay, I don't she remember She gets the... up, she runs to the wall, and then the alarm goes off. Okay. So, I assume she was supposed to be dreaming in that scene? Yeah, it was
0: weird the way it was done.
1: And she can't scream. The actual... Sarah Paxton is her real name. Um, she's not a screamer. Mm-hmm. So she goes, bah! Like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Because that, again... I think I just related to her a lot. Mm-hmm. I felt like her. So... Now she's done. She runs back downstairs in her underwear or whatever, and there's Luke again like, what are you doing? And she
0: runs down in her underwear, the little kid sees her again. Yeah, right?
1: the mom gets mad. He, yeah, again. she covers
0: the kid's eyes. can't yeah. see.
1: <laughs> so, who comes in now but the creepiest of guys, what was his name? Uh, George Brittle. He comes in to request the room. And he wants room 353. I believe this was a coincidence. This is the most wanted room in the hotel. or was. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Ty West knew that.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think he said later on he found that out, didn't he? But how coincidental. Yeah.
1: Um, so he requests this room for a honeymoon suite. And he was. she was like, well, there's no uh, f- uh, furniture in there. Or there was furniture, but there was no bedding. Mm-hmm. There was no TV and she was like are you sure yeah so she sets him upstairs and he kind of just she says do you want me to move you to another room do you want a tv and he's kind of like no this is all i need and he closes the door on her Mm -hmm. um so now this is another part that i another scene that i really enjoyed when um luke and clara having some beers together Mm -hmm. and they start acting really goofy yeah
0: they're starting to get drunk
1: yeah, it was really silly. She's, like, putting sheets over her head and, like, acting like she's a ghost. Is
0: then when he starts He starts getting flirtatious now because he, he's been drinking now and now he has the courage to start, like, flirting.
1: Yeah, he's telling her how much he likes her because she supports him and she listens to him. And then those are some of my favorite lines when he says, she, he says, you're one of the most important women in my life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who are the others? I don't know. I just... <laughs> I find that stuff funny. And
0: when you say like my mom, like that was like yeah. his answer. Like it was a ridiculous answer.
1: But it was so accurate. It wasn't like a stupid, like like made up scene. It was like something that would really happen. Yeah,
0: with two co workers.
1: Yeah, he's really immature. He never grew up in life, yep. right?
0: Yeah, no, I yep, I agree with you.
1: So what does she decide to do with him after he professes his love? Let's go in the basement and take some EVPs. Yeah, she completely
0: ignores him. Right? No. <laughs> 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 you know, whatever. I don't care.
1: So they go in the basement and they stay, uh, you know, they hear the EVPs and stuff ensues, and they're hearing the sobs, which were a lot in this movie. And Luke absolutely freaks out. He freaks out so bad that he runs back upstairs and he wants to leave the building. And then he tells her basically that everything is fake. He's not a real ghost hunter. Mm-hmm. He's actually scared of it, terrifies him. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah, And there she's left alone by herself. So Claire runs to Lee again to get help. And Lee tells her that she needs to leave immediately. She tells her she's going to run upstairs and get her stuff. And as Claire is leaving, she realizes that the man that checked in is still in 353. And she runs back up the stairs to get him, which is... One of the subtlest creepy film scenes. Yeah, I've ever seen.
0: It's it's skier, Would you say it's skier than the uh, bathtub scene in um, The Shining? The Shining. well yep. there's
1: another comparison to The Shining,
0: huh? Yeah, yep.
1: I would. I absolutely yep. would. Um, so we won't go into that too yep. much. I mean, you could watch yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. For and
0: the whole thing is that it's very visual. It's you very. Yeah. So visual. you have to see it to really to, to really get the full grasp of it. So now, what happens next, Laura?
1: So, um, Claire can't be by herself. She runs out. She runs downstairs. Luke comes back in. And he's like, wait here. He had to, I don't remember what exactly he mm-hmm. needed to go for. And he's like, are you going to be okay? She says, sure. And she starts hearing the disembodied voices again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, she decides that she's going to look around. Because I think she thinks it's Lee. And I oh, think okay. she says that at one point. She's like, Lee, is that you? Mm-hmm. And where is it? pulling her but to the basement Yep. so she goes to the basement she stops at the top of the stairs and this is where we see um george riddle okay he just appears behind her
0: yeah it's creepy we just see like image of him behind her yeah it's definitely
1: when she glances over her shoulder she actually gets to see him too and falls down the stairs Mm mm-hmm now, this is the part that it gets muddled.
0: Yes. You don't know what's real, if she imagines stuff.
1: Right, because she also hit her head when she fell down the stairs. Mm-hmm. So, as she gets back up, she thinks he's coming after her, and she's running. She does turn around, and she sees George Riddle again. Again, in the next creepy position. It's ridiculous. How how scary was that?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because it doesn't he like like, inch... Towards her, closer and closer, like right when they show the the camera. No, she just
1: turns around and she sees him standing in the distance. And mm-hmm. He's making this like oh, doesn't he
0: look like a, almost like a vampire yes. type? Like okay, I know what scene you're talking about. Like it. Like, yeah,
1: it, it's just so terrifying to me. Um, so she locks herself in the same room in the basement where they were doing the EVPs, and you hear the banging on the door, and she is just losing her mind. And then you see Madeline O'Malley coming towards her.
0: Which is another really creepy-looking... It's not a cheesy-looking ghost. It's really... Right? It looks almost like a corpse, right? With, like, a, a wedding gown, yes, basically. Yes, absolutely.
1: And I forgot to mention, near the beginning of the movie, when she throws out the trash, she... I don't know. I've missed this. Mm-hmm. She locks... Um, what's that called? Oh,
0: she locks the, uh, the basement, the outside doors to get an entry right so then she's in the basement now she can't get out because they set it up so you know that it's locked because she's the one who actually locked it yep
1: so did she hit her head and think she saw madeline o'malley coming towards her and have a heart attack did madeline o'malley really come towards her what happened and then she also her
0: inhaler because she has asthma she didn't she drop her inhaler
1: good point i she may have so
0: all these things factor in right
1: agreed and um at the very end when the cops are there and everything luke tells the cops he said i was screaming for her to open up but she wouldn't she called my name but i wasn't strong enough to break it down mm-hmm. so was it george riddle or was it luke <laughs> yeah or was it both yeah never know
0: yes yeah it was it was definitely an interesting ending because it does make you think it wasn't just like a You know, almost Twilight Zone type ending, right?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) So Luke has to go back up into the um, building to get Lee because she's still in there. And
0: And they have to talk to the police, right? Yeah,
1: he says we have to talk. He said you have to go. And he tells her, he says, "You knew it, didn't you?" And Lee tells Luke, she says, "There's nothing anyone could have done."
0: Yeah, it was like her fate, basically.
1: Absolutely. And at the very final scene, I watched this movie 10 to 20 times before I actually saw the ending. And I had to watch the commentary to find this out.
0: Yeah, you told me, what, you see, like, another ghost at the end? Yeah,
1: actually, when we get home, I will... Because um,
0: I kept watching when you weren't home. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I couldn't Ty see So, Ty West
1: it. wanted it to be very, um... Subtle? Very subtle. And you actually see her. If you look at the curtains... When they they pan back up to the um, her room where okay. she stayed if you look at the curtains look very well keep her winding it and keep trying to make out a shape once okay. you catch the shape of her arm okay you'll see her face and everything okay. else and you will see her and that's when the door slams
0: the, yeah the ending's great this way you're, you're looking you're like okay what do i because your eyes are looking all over the room like what am i looking at and all of a sudden the door just slams and that's how the movie ends
1: right and i think that solidifies that everything she was seeing was real to yep. me because before then i had never yeah the question
0: anything. everything yeah
1: and I like that he made you question
0: yes no it was great it was really well done I remember I didn't really have high expectations when we went to see it. I'm like okay it's a horror movie we'll give it a shot it'll be fun and it was really really good and it just the fact that we live in Connecticut and there was filmed here and we you know we're actually here now just talking about the film is really great for us
1: yeah absolutely
0: Okay, Laura, so now how many Deadites you give the Innkeepers?
1: Definitely a nine.
0: I might have to say the same thing because it's, um, I could tell you firsthand when I, we saw the, uh, the theaters, then I got the Blu-ray and then Laura put the Blu-ray in numerous times and this is, I think this is the first time you ever watched a movie with commentary. Right, Because you were so interested in the movie, and I told you, I said, oh, there's director's commentary, and you wanted to learn more about the movie.
1: Yeah, it could be, and you know, I'm almost going towards a 10, too. I don't think I, (laughs) I don't want to ever be too generous and give a movie a 10, but this was just, it's such a perfect, good movie. You know
0: what it is? It didn't, like, were some of these ghost-type movies, they try too hard? This didn't. This just felt natural. Uh, absolutely you know that's what and I it
1: was successful in every single aspect of me up to the 10 or 20 times that I had to watch it to, yeah. to, to see the ending yes and I guess that's what Ty West figured if somebody is really interested in this if you movie, really
0: care yeah you're gonna research it and you're, right and absolutely you're gonna, yeah
1: and actually um, Pat Healy who played Luke okay he said he'd never seen it before
0: Oh, okay. The ending. That's funny.
1: And she ha- he, uh, Sarah was like, oh, she was like, you've never seen me before? And he was like, no. He was like, I thought it was just like an empty room. <laughs> That's funny.
0: That's funny. But yeah, it's a, it's a great film. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this, uh, listening to us talk about being on location. We're going to put all the pictures of uh, what we uh, saw here on social media, on Instagram and uh, Facebook. So please check them out and let us know what you think. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to it on. Also, please share this podcast with others. To follow us on Instagram, please go to shocking.things.podcast. And to like us on Facebook, it's at shockingthingspodcast. Our email is shockingthingspodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a voice message that's located in the show notes. And until next time, try and enjoy the daylight.